Welcome to another episode of Ben Frank. Now, I am your host, Frank. And I'm Amelia. Yeah, with Amelia. Today is going to be an interesting topic. We are going to dive right into step parenting. Dun, 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 dun. It's going to be very interesting, to say the least. Um, we got our daughter who's up right now, so she'll probably be in the background, y'all here, so... It's all good. Life of a parent. Yeah, tell me about it. You do what you got to do. Exactly. So, yep, that's what I do. I'm going to continue bringing the um, goods to you. And as long as you guys continue listening, doesn't matter if it's raining or snowing. Oh, shit, we ain't that here. (laughs) We're never going to see snow again. Yeah, but if it's on fire or whatever, I'm still be out there in the middle of it. (laughs) Just talking. Just talking away. How's your day today, though, Amelia? It was good. It was really good. Got a lot of work done and... Ready to head into the long weekend. Oh, yeah, it's holiday weekend, isn't it? Yep. Can't celebrate, though. Arizona shut down. Yeah, it is. And all you guys that's listening out there that are shut down, um, just do right. You know, I mean, I'm not playing no political games right now, but just take care of your fellow compadre, you know, just just respect one another. Just wear your mask. No, nah, I didn't want to say all that. I will. Put your mask on. It's not that serious. Do you? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Just do you, do what you feel is right and comfortable. Let's get this economy, get this stuff um, cranked back up, especially my railroad guys out there ready to get back to work, get back, getting this economy moving. So all the frontline workers out there, we really, 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 really do appreciate you. Absolutely. Um, Without you. Seriously. I just want to recognize that they have to be exhausted by now. And as they were seeing kind of things slow down a little bit and now it's picking back up, I can't imagine how you feel. And so thank you for not giving up and thank you for being there. Oh, yeah. No doubt about it. Thank you from the bottom of our heart. I mean, I think I speak for a lot of us. And Amelia just spoke for a lot of us. Like, yeah, we're, we're grateful. We are totally grateful for you. And, um, yeah. But on another note, um, Exciting though, you know, it's gonna be an exciting day. I'm sitting here just chilling, 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 chilling. Um, I don't know, just I'm full right now. I just got done eating. <laughs> I just got done eating. Yeah. Yeah. Got done eating some chicken. My favorite. Chicken. <laughs> I know he gets mad, but I eat chicken every single Gross. Yeah, chicken stew. Chicken fat bat, chicken whatever. I don't know what the hell chicken fat bat is. But You're just that. making up stuff. You're just talking to talk right now. Let's talk about Stacy. Yeah, Stacy. Um, how long have you known Stacy? I have known Stacy for a really long time. I have known Stacy for probably seven, eight, nine years, probably. Mm-hmm. 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 We've known each other for a really long time. We met at work and then we just became friends. So Good that's too. awesome. Yeah, um, Stacy probably got some experience at this topic, you know, which I feel you guys going. Enlighten, she does. Yeah, enlighten the audience and the listeners mm-hmm. out there. Um, she's been a stepmama a lot longer than I have. So, oh, wow. yeah, she's good. And I think I'm going to sit back tonight and just sit back and uh, observe and listen and chime in just here and there. But, um, yeah, I think tonight's going to be your show. I'm going to sit back and All right. let you run the show. And um, let's see. Um, we got Miss Stacy out there. Let's see where she at. Do the step, Daddy. Hey, can't come on the night safe. Y'all gon' be quiet the night break. You get whipped the night high safe. Gonna get whipped the night. Little boy, put the little sister down. Little boy, they come playing around. I pull my belt. Walk these steps, step down. It'll make you fail. Well, now I'ma watch this game. Lord knows you can stay in the house. So I go. What you say? What I thought you say? Now all your little mother, 
Stacy, you there? Yep. Yeah, how you doing? I'm good. Good deal. Good deal. We always just playing a funny intro. You're going to have to listen to the intro song. <laughs> <laughs> yes, hey everybody, we got Miss Stacy Frank on online. I'm on the Ben Frank show. That's Ben Frank now. You can Facebook page us at Ben Frank now. Send us an email at BenFrankNow911 at gmail.com. Or check in on Instagram or what the young kids are saying on the gram. On the gram back in my day, that was drugs. So I only. Really? Know, yeah, that's why I thought I was gram. <laughs> really? Shit. <laughs> We're on that gram. Yeah. All right. My fat ass probably thought it was a gram cracker. So. <laughs> oh, you guys brought crackers? Great. <laughs> so. Yeah, don't get me started. But yeah, so Did you bring the milk too? Yeah, exactly. Chocolate milk that is. But no, yeah. <laughs> but um Stacy, we glad you joining us tonight. Um, you know, I know you got your hands full nowadays and um we appreciate you well, we're two hour time difference, mm-hmm. so we appreciate you um giving us the time and opportunity to talk to you tonight. You bet, I'm glad to be here. Good deal. Well, um, like I said earlier, you probably didn't hear me in a um intro, but I'm going to let you and Amelia do the talking tonight. You know, this is a topic that's pretty interesting. I'm going to sit back and listen and get a female perspective, you know, and get a female view and just let it go, you know, let it go. Let it go. Well, I think I just want to start with, you know, once again, we're not doing this because we're professionals. We're doing it because we're living experiences. So, um, and this is definitely an experience that Stacy and I have been living. I said earlier, stacy has been living it a lot longer than I have, but um, I think I just want to start with, I kind of touched a little bit on it when we met with Stallings last week. And I think I've said it before where I come from a divorced family and, and, and my family is kind of different in that we're just not a typical divorced family. Um, everybody gets along and it was just one thing where my parents and my stepmom just agreed that, um, everything was going to always be about the kids. And so, I know that I was very fortunate in that situation. And so I think coming into the situation when I met Frank, (laughs) um, I met Frank Opal had just turned one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, She was tiny. Um, And so I just had the impression that I was going to walk in and I knew what was going on and this is how it was going to be. And that's not how it's turned out. So Stacey, if you want to give us a little, you know, just background really quick on, how you walked into your situation of being a stepmama? Yeah, so my stepdaughter is 14. Wow. Um, came in. Damn, you're old. Wow. wow. I know. <laughs> yeah. It's a whole new world now dealing with teen Gross. girls. <laughs> um, came into her world when she just turned four. So I've been around for about 10 years doing the stepmom thing and. I think I'd have to agree with you, Amelia. It's not, it's not what I expected, mm-hmm. um, and it's it has its ups and downs. But there are times where I feel like it. I wish it was different, where we could have that kind of relationship that your parents had, mm-hmm. Amelia, and still have, um, where you could do things together. Um, but unfortunately, a lot of a lot of times that doesn't work out either. So. Yeah, but it's had its ups and downs, but we're we take it day by day, I guess. Yeah, I think one thing where I came in where was she was so little, I thought, you know, this will be easy. This will just be her norm where it's her dad. She'll all she'll ever know is me and her dad being together. 
And um, for a while, it, it was really, really, really hard just because she was little and didn't understand. But then it's getting harder and harder because it's hard for her to know kind of where the love is for her mom and for me. Do you, do you see that problem? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think it's not, I mean, there's a lot of things that play into that too. Um, it's hard for them to understand why their parents aren't together. Um, I know Cadence, even when I was around Zach, I knew my stepdaughter had said like, why aren't you with mommy? Mm -hmm. Um, and so it was just really all of us sitting down and explaining to her how, how things are different and how we're just going to take it day by day. And, um, so it's helping her understand that situation, but it's also, um, it plays a part too of how the biological parent, whether it be mom or dad, um, how they feel about things and Mm -hmm. the things that they have an influence on, um, I would say that I have a pretty good relationship with my stepdaughter. We get along really well. Um, I can tell there are times where she's holding back um, some things that she doesn't want to talk to us about. Um, But I feel like overall that relationship that I've developed with her has been good, but it's been a lot of work on my end too, Mm -hmm. um, because I know she gets a lot of negative influence from the mom's side of the family um, because she's not particularly she wasn't ready I don't know if she still is ready to have somebody else in her daughter's life which is understandable Um, but I think there's a lot of things that play into how that relationship works with the step parent and the child or children yeah I would agree I feel like um, I came into the situation pretty open minded we have Bella with us so that's awesome Um, but can you hear? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Um, so I think I came into the situation pretty open-minded and thinking, you know, she's little and building that relationship with her is going to be hard because she has no idea who I am. And how do you explain to a one-year-old who this person is? You know, you just, you can't. And so I thought, you know, there's going to be a way where I'm going to be able to, you know, build a relationship with her and her mom and, it's going to be okay. And, you know, it's, and I came at it of an approach of like, you know what, I'm just going to be open and nice and do all these things. And unfortunately I don't feel like that really worked out very well for me. And I think the thing, I think the thing that I've struggled with the most, um, seems to be like, it just like Opal came into the world and there were just like a lot of left, like a lot of left loose ends possibly. And so I get seen as the person who kind of like ruined whatever could have been for that situation. So like if there was a possibility of them like getting married and having more children or whatever, it kind of just seems like I was the person who ruined whatever could have been. And then as we move forward with our life together, it's made it harder and harder because then you have to figure out how to include the the other child that doesn't live with you. Does that make sense? Did you ever feel that way? Yeah, absolutely. And I think when I was so um, 
they weren't. I think they had split up when she was about one. Mm -hmm. Um, And so there was that three-year span there before I came into the picture where they weren't together. Um, And at that point, too, the mom had met somebody else and was pregnant with another child. So I think that maybe helped a little bit more for me because there was that separation of years in between. But I think there was still that piece, though, that, she there's somebody else coming into my daughter's life and she very much had the mindset of I'm the only mom I'm the only one that's going to tell her what to do um so there's been that a lot of work of even though we have a lot of negativity on the other side and we know there's things that are said a lot about us negatively we still on our side we do whatever we can when we have her to really try to show her that we are not the people that maybe we are portrayed mm-hmm. to be um, and that we just are here for her. We're here to support her. We're here to love her. And I'm not here to take her mom's spot, but I will be that mother figure when she's here to support her and answer any questions. And I'm always going to have her back. Yeah. And I think, I think one thing that's, I, you touched on it a little bit of like, um, like their mom's, thinking like I'm the mom I make the rules and doing all that I think that's been one of our biggest struggles or one of my biggest struggles is that um especially with her living in a different state than us like she's always lived in a different state than us and so it's basically been we're kind of on your watch where it's I make the rules I say when you have her I do all these things and in reality it's like you know that's not really how we want that we in when we have her, it's our time with her. And so we, our homes are completely different cultures and have totally different ideas of raising children and doing all that, which makes it a whole different beast to deal with. But I think that's the one thing that's been really hard is that I, I think I, it's always been seen as like, I'm a threat and that's not my, that's not my gig. Like I am not her mother. I'm Bella's mother. And, but the problem is, is that when she comes to our home, there are going to be a set of rules that her father and I have made. Yeah. I think we, that's where we struggled a lot too, is especially in the beginning, it was trying to, trying to have, I understand the consistency and trying to have the same rules and consistency for the child. But when you have two separate households, that just doesn't work. Mm -mm. Like we do things differently. They do things differently and you just have to adapt to it and be able to accept it. Because especially like I had that in the beginning, I've had that conversation is that we need to set the rules that we want here, how we're going to live. Because when we bring our own biological kids into the mix, we're not going to have separate rules for my stepdaughter and then separate rules for our kids. So when we had her, when I came into the picture so young, it's, we're going to have the rules that we're going to have when we have kids and she's going to just have to adapt and it kind of stinks for her. It's a little confusing, but Mm -hmm. they're resilient and they're going to have to adapt to different rules because we're not going to follow the same rules as she has at her mom's. Like that's just not how it's, it's not feasible that way. And it's not. And I think I would agree with you 100%. And it's just, you have a different idea of how you're going to raise kids and the rules in your home and all of that kind of stuff. So I I would agree with you 100% on, on that. And I think also, um, 
I discipline is really, really hard. Discipline is extremely hard. I mean, there has been times where, um, I, I have been told, you know, like my mom doesn't make me do that. My mom doesn't. And, and it's really having those conversations of, I understand that at your mom's house, this is the expectation, but at your dad and my, in my house, this is what the expectation is. And I think right now that's one of the biggest things is just discipline in general of like, and it's not like you're in trouble discipline. It's just, you know, boundaries and rules and um, schedules and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I think too, I think that's kind of where maybe we would have had, I think maybe our relationship would have, would look a little bit different with the mom if maybe we would have, I don't know, bowed down and said, okay, we're going to do it your way. But there comes that point where you have to, you have to set your own boundaries and say, no, this is how we're going to do it at our house. You Mm -hmm. don't have a say at our house. I'm sorry, but you can do it the way you want and we're going to do it our way. And when it comes to discipline, that is hard too, because it's luckily on my side of things, my stepdaughter has been overall, she's a really good kid. And so Mm -hmm. we've never, I think we've maybe put her in timeout twice, but we've also now that she's a teenager getting into some other things, like there's things where we've had to set our foot down. And I think that's where as she's getting older and needs to learn and understand things, she like, we've really struggled with that too, because there's been things where that have happened where it's been inappropriate things. And the moms tried to hide those things from Mm -hmm. us. And we've in a roundabout way, we've figured out what it was. And there's been that thing of, well, I took care of it at my house. Mm. Well, that doesn't matter. We still need to know what's happening because it involves internet, cell phones. Like we need to know what we have to watch here. Yeah. So it's also one of those things where, yeah, you need to develop your own rules and discipline at your houses, but you also still need to communicate those big things of, Hey, look, she got into this and you need to know so you can watch it on your end. And, and Stacey, uh, and speaking from like the father's side, and I think it's tough because the kids tend to keep secrets, you know, and, and I'm like, damn, I always tell my <laughs> child, tell me, well, you know, talk to me, no secrets, don't give, dad, I get no secrets, you know, and no one, that's a lie, I know it's going through one ear out the other, you know, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I think the lack of communication and basically just the whole secrecy, you know, I, I, I can't, it's not right. Well, it kind of, it's frustrating because it's like, it comes where the kids get put in the middle yes. and it's a them versus us and yes. that's what makes me crazy is that it's not a them versus us. It's truly a, we have to work together to raise this child that was brought into this world. Right. Like no matter what the circumstance was for this child to come into the world, like the three of us or the four of us, if you're, if the mom is married or whatever, Mm -hmm. have to figure out how we're going to co-parent. And here's the thing too, is that like, I firmly believe that like decisions need to be made between Frank and her mother But I also think that like when it affects our home, that's where the boundaries kind of get kind of crazy because it's like, well, this affects our life and the children that we have in our home full time. So it's, it's just, it's, it's hard. And I think people don't realize how hard it's really going to be and that you have to, 
and here's the other thing is that what really, really stinks is that what happens in our home happens in our home and what happens in your home happens in your, your home. But there's a child that bounces between the two of them. So the secrets can't happen. Like you have to have that open communication and not put the child in the middle of it because that's where things get really, really ugly. Yeah, I would, I, that's completely accurate. And even Frank, going back to what you said about the kids keeping the secret, uh-huh. that a lot of that plays on the parents. And uh-huh. I've seen it on both sides with mom saying, Hey, don't tell your dad we did this. Or a dad will be saying, Hey, I'm going to let you do this, but you can't tell your mom and that. <laughs> right. It's just terrible. And yes. we've experienced it so much. And even when she was five, she was trying to tell my husband a story and, then she stopped mid sentence and Zach's like, Well, what's wrong? You can tell me. And she's like, No, yep. my mom and her stepdad at the time was like, Said I couldn't tell you because you'd get mad. And yep. I'm like, mm-hmm. like there. and so ever since then she she won't tell us stuff and we can tell that's why. Yeah. Well, and I think my biggest thing, and again, we're not experts, we're just living it and every there's so many people in the world that are living this situation is that we have to step back and realize what we're doing to the children involved in this situation when you're teaching them to not tell secrets. Because the thing of it is, is if you're teaching them not to tell secrets, what if something really big or bad happens to them and then they can't tell anybody? Exactly. Like they're afraid that mom or dad's going to get mad or they're afraid stepmom or stepdad's going to get mad. Like that's really scary. Especially I know that I live in a world where there's a lot of really bad things that happen, but like, I don't live in a world. I work in a world. I don't know what I just said, but it's just, so my head (laughs) goes, I don't know, but um, that's where my head goes. And so ever since they're little and you're teaching them to tell, to keep secrets from their parents, that's really, really scary because if something ever bad happens to your child, you want them to be able to come to you as their parent, no matter how scary it is to tell you what's going on. Yes. Um, Yeah. It's just, I don't know. I think communication is so, so important and we have not perfected it by any means. Um, We're not even close. It's just, it's really, 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 really hard. And I think, again, we have to realize that it's not a them versus us thing or an us versus them. It's truly, how are people going to come together with different values, different opinions, different thoughts on how to raise a child to be a strong, independent person who's confident in where they're coming from? Absolutely. And I think it's one of those things, too, of there's things that are going to happen at each other's house that, yeah, you might not agree on or it might not be the way you do it. But that's where you have to also look at the big picture and step back and say, hey, is the child in danger? Is that a safety issue? Like Mm -hmm. if if it's not that big of a deal, then let it go. Don't make such a don't make a big deal about it because then you just cause more fights and more hate towards one another and I mean there's a lot of things that I've learned in this whole thing is that you there's some things that you bring up and really fight for and there's some things where you just got to say yeah well that was dumb or I wouldn't do it that way but mm-hmm. it is what it is because it's not worth the battle I think one thing um that I think one thing um that's really, really, really hard for me is that I like, I'm pretty easy going about the whole situation where I'm just like, it is what it is. When she's coming to see us, we're excited about it. We celebrate it. You know, we make plans, we do all these things. But I think 
one thing that's really, really, really hard is that there's just times where I can tell that I'm not respected. And I think that's, that's probably the biggest struggle that I'm having now is that, um, I can, it's just a level of respect. I get that she's still young. I understand that, but it's just a bit like based on like the opinions of who I am, um, that are being portrayed to her. Does that make sense? Yeah. Did you, did you Uh, ever go through that? Um, she's never really like, I can tell that there is that feeling for her where she doesn't know, like she doesn't want to hurt her mom's feelings. She doesn't want to betray her mom. If she says she loves me to me or that Mm -hmm. she cares about me or things like that. Like you can just tell that it's been portrayed to her Mm -hmm. that she doesn't know what she should or shouldn't do because she doesn't want to hurt either side feelings, I guess. Yeah. Um, But then, but it's like you said, like, it comes, it has to come from both sides because there's been times where something has happened or something was said and Zach's had to step up because as knowing that as a step parent, you're put in a difficult situation as it is, but that your significant other has to be able to step up and say, Hey, you're not going to talk to her that way, Mm -hmm. or you're going to respect her as you would any other person in your life that's older or, you know, it's, it's not even just about being your stepmom. It's about overall the respect and it's your significant other has to portray that. And it's hard though, because Mm -hmm. they can back you up left and right to the mom, to the child. But if it's not coming from both sides, if they're just hearing it from, say in my situation from my husband saying, look, you're going to respect her. You're not going to say those kinds of things to her. But then she goes back home to her mom who's saying, you don't have to listen to her. Mm -hmm. It's, it's not, it's again, like you said, going to put her in the middle or put the child in the middle. And then they're going to, there's just even more confusion there. And it's not going to help any matters because they're getting that negativity on not only the step parent, but, I'm sure there's things being said about the other biological parent. Mm -hmm. And so when they come here and they, the dad saying, Hey, you need to respect your stepmom," She has both negative visions of, well, mom said this stuff about you, dad. So I don't fully trust you or know what to think about you because I'm not around you full time. Mm -hmm. And two, I've heard all this negative stuff about her and why is she even in my life? And she's not here to tell me what to do. So, it is really hard and you have to, it has to come from both sides or it's just more confusion on the child and it's never, you're not going to make any progress because she's hearing negative stuff and then she comes here and hears positive things, but doesn't really have that full good image of that parent anyway, Mm because they're not around all the time or whatever the case may be. Yeah. And I think when we talk about this, the one thing that I think about when my parents um, like being younger. Cause we were, I was young when my parents got divorced. I was only seven and my brothers were five and three. And I think the one thing that when my stepmom came, when my stepmom came into the picture and, um, my mom did a really good job of like stepping up and realizing that the situation was what it was. And she just, I remember her telling me, here's the deal. 
Cause I didn't, I didn't like my stepmom when it, when it, she first came around. Um, I, I saw her as a threat. I saw her as taking, oh geez. I saw her as taking my dad away from me. And so I was not pleasant to her at all. And I think the one thing, the best thing my mom could have done was say, you know what? It's okay if you don't like her right now, but you're going to respect her. She is your father's wife and you do go to their home and the you will be respectful when you're there because that's what my children will do. They will be respectful. And I think that was like the biggest thing that my mom could have ever done because she could have been angry. She could have been vindictive. She could have been all those things. But she wasn't. She decided, you know what? It is what it is. The situation is what it is. And we have to make this the best we can for our kids. And that's what she did. And, you know, when I was having issues with, you know, thinking about like my dad having other children and doing all those things, she sat down and had those conversations with me and just said, you know what? It's going to be okay because you're getting another sibling. It's going to be okay. And so I just, I really, really wish that more parents could be like that. And I know that like with these situations, there's hurt feelings and there's anger and there's all those things. But honestly, these children did not be, did not ask to be born into these situations. And so as adults, you need to pull up your big girl, boy, and girl, big boy and girl panties and figure it out because the, the kids are suffering from this. I mean, that's my rant for right now, but it's just, I don't know. It's really hard for me because I had really good role models when it comes to having a divorced family. And it just, it makes it really hard for me to watch it. So. Absolutely. And I, I think it's hard for me too, because my parent, I didn't have that issue. Uh-huh. Um, but I did have, and Zach's parents are still married, but he has a half brother. I have a half brother. And it it's hard for me too, because granted that, the other parents on both of those sibling sides are not involved, but Mm -hmm. it's hard because my brother is close to my dad Mm -hmm. um, and respects him. And just the same as Zach's brother, like he's super close to his dad and respects him. And they just have that, that normal relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, though, the, the dads on both of those aren't involved. So I'm sure that plays a huge role in it, but, like you said, though, you just have to step up and put your feelings aside. You're the adult here. The kids can't control it. And I can't imagine being in that situation. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's hurtful. I'm sure it really sucks. But you have to be the bigger person and you have to be the adult for these kids. Uh, and you have to teach them that it's okay. And these people are here to love you and mm-hmm. you are should be grateful that you have all these other people. Like, look at all those other yes. gifts you get and yeah. parties you have. Yeah, look at all these <laughs> all people that, that celebrate you. Money you get, and but. I think and I think that's a really great way to look at it. Is that like instead of looking at it like, oh, they have a step parent or oh, I have to deal with them. It's like you have to look at it as that like, oh my gosh, look at all these other people that get to love my child. All these other people that want to love my child, be with my child, celebrate my child, and just you know. And make them feel wanted and loved. Like, I think that's a really awesome thing. I think one thing too, Stacy, like that we've um, kind of, and I know that you and Zach have also experienced this of like when, once you're married <laughs> and then you bring by your own children into the situation, the struggles of like 
always wanting to seem fair, but in reality, it's just not an option. Yes, absolutely. That's been, I think, having our kids, that's been one of the biggest struggles because I understand he has that, he has that guilt because he's not there all the time. Yep. Um, and he doesn't, I think his, in the beginning, his view was, well, I'm going to buy her extra things. I'm going <laughs> to be more lenient on her. I'm going to take her all these places. I'm going to spend all this money on her because that's how I'm going to make up for not being able to see her. Um, and in the beginning, that's, it was, it was all in the mom's control. It was, you're going to see her when I allow you to, and you're, I'm going to rip her away from you whenever I want. And if it doesn't work for me that weekend, you're not going to see her. And so that was really, before I came into the picture, his only way of trying to make things, I guess, seem better for my stepdaughter of this is how I'm going to show you that I care and love right now is buying you all these things. Mm -hmm. But we had to have that conversation that when you bring more children into the picture, you can't, you can't just continue to throw money and things and all that other stuff at one child. And then your own children have to, I mean, our kids haven't suffered, but I'm also, I'm that person that everybody's going to be fair. We're going to have the same rules and we're all going to, everybody gets so much money at Christmas and on their birthdays. And we're not going to spend extra on one kid just because we don't see her that much. Yeah. Like it's really, you really have to set those boundaries because, and that's one thing that we really struggled with is is trying to find that middle man because especially on clothes and all that other stuff. And it's like, she gets her child support and that's what that money is for. We can't fork out all this money in child support and then continue to fork out another $400 on clothes and all this other stuff every month because we have our kids to provide for now too. And if she's not going to spend that money the appropriate way and buy those things, like it stinks, but you have to, at some point you just have to say, I'm sorry that you can't spend your money appropriately on the child that, we're giving you money for, but we can't, we also can't continue to throw out extra money because our kids need things too. Yeah. And I think one thing like that really pops into my mind is I remember growing up and, um, thinking like knowing that like, and I've, I've had these conversations with my parents, so it's like, it's nothing new, but you know, we lived primarily with my mom and then we went to visit my dad. I mean, granted they live like five blocks away from each other. So it wasn't like this huge dramatic thing. But it was still like, we lived with my mom, we went to my dad's, we did those things. And I remember like my dad and stepmom going and doing things with my siblings, my younger siblings that are biologically theirs and thinking, well, that's crap. You know, like why, why are we getting left out or why, why aren't we going or like, and and I remember like those things happening and like not really at times thinking it was crap, but then other times being like, oh yeah, that's just what my dad and Shane do with, you know. Um, my brother and sister or whatever. So I think it's just, it's really, really interesting. Um, now that we're in that situation, because you kind of like, you're kind of stuck, you know, cause it's like, you want to go do these things, but it doesn't always work for the other child to be there with you. And so you're just kind of like, what in the world? And now that I've grown up and like, now that I'm in the situation that my parents were in, I'm like, oh, I totally get it. Like, 
as a mom of our daughter, I, there's just times that I just want to go do stuff with her because she's my kid and I just want to do stuff with us, you know? And so it's, it makes it really, really hard. It's a, it's a tricky situation to be in. Yeah. And we've, we've struggled with that too, because there, before it was, like I said, it was really hard. They didn't have a court order. It was all on mom's time. You can have her whenever you want. And I think that's probably where, why the mom and I don't have a good relationship too, is because when I came into the picture, I was like, we're not doing this. I'm not just going to drop my everything and say, Oh, we're picking her up in two days. Okay, great. Like you can't just do fly by the seat of your pants when it comes to a child they, they need consistency and structure too. And so when it mm-hmm. was just a free for all, I told my husband, I was like, we're not, I'm not doing this. Like we're, if we get married, we are going to court and we're getting us that court order of visitation. And because the did fall on all the times where, Oh, you can't come this weekend. Cause I got something with my family. And it didn't matter if he had something with his, his family. It was, sorry, my family appears to be more important. So I guess she won't see your side of the mm-hmm. family. And so I said, it has to be consistent and you, yeah, it stinks and it's going to piss people off, but you have to have, I told him that that was one thing. One of my mandatory things is that we have to have a schedule because then we can't plan things um, without having that schedule. Mm -hmm. And it has helped so much. It was a terrible, awful process um, that cost a lot of money, but I wouldn't have changed that court process for the world because it gave us consistency. It gave us, Mm -hmm. we have her this weekend and we can make plans and we know they're not going to get ruined. Yeah. And it helps us better plan our vacations with her because then we have her all of summer. Yeah. Um, except three weeks. And people that's when people take their vacations is in the summertime when there's no school. And so she knows those are her what her three weeks are in the summertime. So she knows that she can plan her vacation around those three weeks. And we know exactly what weekends we have her and in the summertime when we can take our vacation. And yeah, it stinks that those other times when we go do things that she misses out. But I think it's also one of those things too, where when you were lived that close, like you knew when they were going places, yeah. you knew all that stuff. Yeah. My stepdaughter is six hours away. So yeah. she doesn't know if we go do something without her, unless we talk to her about it or brag about it. And I think yeah. that's one thing that we've really tried to do too is, if we're going to go do something when she's not here, we're not going to, we're not going to talk to her about it. We're not going to brag about it. And yeah, I don't think that's worked both ways. There's been lots of times where in the summertime she's missed out on things there and they'll call and say, Oh, you missed out on this. And we did this and it was so much fun. And that just, it hurts them even more because then mm-hmm. they know they miss out. And so you have to really be careful too about what you share with them mm-hmm. so that they don't have hurt feelings and they don't feel like, Oh, I'm here at my dad's and we didn't do something fun this weekend. And yeah. they did that. And it, you just have to be careful about what you share. And like you said, they're resilient and what they're used to it. When you start as young as we did with my stepdaughter, like, they're they get used to it they and that's just life it sucks and it hurts but it's life when you have split parents 
you're going to miss out on things at your mom's. You're going to miss out on things at your dad's. That's life. And you move on and you don't make a big deal about it. Stacey, which one you think, in just in your opinion, has an easier transition? A male coming into a relationship with a woman that has kids or a female that's coming in a relationship to a man that has kids? It seems like a, you see more females walking into a relationship with the man that have kids from a previous relationship. Which one you feel is more, much more easier to adapt to and why? Um, I probably feel like it's women coming into a relationship with other men that have men that have kids is probably more difficult only because women are crazy. We're freaking nuts. Like, <laughs> yeah, no shit. No like, shit. We, we have higher emotions. We, we just, sometimes we are probably more controlling like, and we want, I just think that we have higher emotions. We take things more personal and yeah, women are more crazy. And so guys can let things fly. Like there's so much stuff that my husband's let fly. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? What are you doing? You need to stand up to yourself. You need to do this. And he's like, why don't whatever. And so, but I think it also depends on who that person is. Like I've seen plenty of, um, I've seen it work really easy the other way too. But I've also seen dads who are like, Oh, this man ain't coming in my kid's life. Right. I but think moms I, have the more of the mother B type approach, you know, like this is my child, you know, and I'm the, I'm the boss B here. You know what I'm yeah. saying? This is my child. Yeah. and I'm going to run it as guys. You know what I mean? A million. She gets mad at me sometimes. Why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? And I don't care. It is what it is. You know, my attitude is I'm not. I don't feel like rushing it. I don't feel like pushing the issue. It is what it is. She'll see me when she get older or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's not. It doesn't mean I don't love her any less or whatever. But Amelia is constantly. You need to do this. You knew that. So uh, you're right. Men tend to be more lax on the situation hell a lot of such a lot of things but you know especially that one we tend to be more lax on it as in women they're much more aggressive and this how it's going to be this way you want to be and such and such and such and such but yeah i think you made a good point right there well i think it goes under that men i mean love you babe but i think men are just really good at being like nah it is what it is that seems really difficult and complex and i'm not going to deal with it and so Mm -hmm. and women don't function like that and so it makes it really, really hard to sit back because you're truly not the parent. And so it makes it really hard to sit back and like watch it all play out because you're just like, oh my gosh, let's just do this or let's do this or let's try this. And in reality, like the ultimate decision falls on them. So they have to decide what they want to do, you know? And so, yeah, women are crazy. It makes it really, really hard to... um Sit back and watch. Um, I think one thing, too, that makes it really hard is everyone has an opinion on how you should do your situation. So I know that I have, you know, I've asked, you know, people for advice before. And if I ask you for advice, it's because I truly want somebody to help me out with the situation and let me know. But it just seems that there's so many outside sources that are so fast at telling you what you should do when you should see that child um, how much of an effort you should make. Did you ever do you ever see that problem or have that problem? Um, yeah. And just touching really quick too back on the dads just 
or males just kind of being more relaxed about things. It also comes down to, and it, it can be on both sides too, the yeah. females and the male side, but it also depends on how long they've dealt with it and how much there's only so far you can push a person. Absolutely. So there's oh, only yeah. So far and so long where you can push and say, you're a piece of crap. You're not doing this. You're not providing me this money and you're not seeing your kid. And it comes to a point where the other parents like, screw it. I'm done then. Like, yeah. like you said, Frank, I'll see them when I, when they get older and I'll explain everything. Oh yeah. But I'm done fighting the fight. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I think it kind of, it comes down to that. And I think, you know, being around for almost five years now, it comes down to where you're just, where I'm kind of seeing that now, where I just kind of, okay, we're just going to do what we can do, you know? Um, so I would agree with you 100% on that. But um, yeah, let's, let's talk about your outside sources. Have you had like outside friends, family members, anybody like that who have tried to get involved and kind of tell you how you they think the situation can go? <laughs> Absolutely. Everybody has opinion on everything. Yes, they do. Don't they? Whether it's wanted or not. (laughs) Even if from raising your own child to having your stepchild to what you should feed your kid. Yeah. Um, I don't have, so until uh, you and Frank got together, I didn't have somebody else to even talk to kind of about Mm. this whole step parenting thing because I didn't have any friends that were doing it or anything like that. And so it was really hard just trying to figure it out, I guess, on my own. I'm, I mean, I'm really close to my sister-in-law, but again, she kind of like you guys had said in your Sunday episode, like you're, she has that side of, nope, this is my niece and this is my brother-in-law. And, you know, they, they still have that, that backing a little bit more so I can talk to her about things, but she's Mm -hmm. also, it's not true talking, you know, and true outside opinions yeah. if I ever wanted it. Um, Cause she still has that family connection, but yeah, I mean, I think the biggest influences we've had in opinions is the in-laws. And there's been several times where either I've had to step in and say, look, you're not, you're not parenting this. You're not mm-hmm. dealing with it. You don't know the full story. So you need to back off. Or my husband's had to because, I mean, there's been times where, especially in the beginning, where my husband's made a decision about something and the they figured it out and his mom would step in and start texting the mom saying, well, I could do this or I could do that. And and then we're getting backlash from the mom saying, well, you said she couldn't do this or you said you know, and so there's, when there's that interference or those outside opinions, it's like, you need to back off because you don't know the full story of what's happening. Mm -hmm. And you don't need to tell us how we need to do something or what we need to do, because it's not affecting you personally. And it's not affecting your family dynamic. It's affecting ours. Well, and I think also like, that's fine if you want to have an opinion or you want to like ask about it, but come to us and ask us like, because ultimately we have the say in what's going on and, or Frank has a say in what's going on. And so like, come to us if you, if you want to ask a question or know what's going on, you know, like don't do this roundabout thing where it's, we're going to go ask everybody else, but we're not going to come to the sources. 
you know, like it's just, you have to, you have to respect the fact that we're the parents in the situation and the decisions that are being made are our decisions to be made. And, um, it's just, it makes it really, really, really hard. And I think that also goes for the, the other parent, you know, like don't go to the in-laws, don't go to whoever, like if you have a question or you need something cleared up, come to us or come to Frank. Like you, all these other people getting involved doesn't do anything but make everybody mad and jumble the communication. Yeah, absolutely. It just it doesn't it doesn't work. Yeah. At all. Do you? What do you? Do you have anything to say about that, babe? No, that's pretty good. Um, you guys touch on a lot. Of- good topics, you know what I mean? A good, lot of good points on me. And I, I enjoy sitting back listening to this because it's an education to me. And then dealing with Bella right now. Bella too. is off the chain right now. <laughs> this is why we do this when she's sleeping. Good Lord. She is one and on a mission. But I think, I think for me, and just kind of to sum up, because I don't want to take any more of your time, Stacey, and we really do appreciate it. But I think for me, Like the one thing that I just really want to push is that like the people that are affected the most by this are the children that are involved and it's not their fault. And I think even now that like we have Bella, like my number one priority in the whole thing is relationships. So her relationship with her father, her relationship with me, whatever that looks like, I don't, I don't want to be her mom. I, God didn't make me her mom. And so just can I be like a support person for her or somebody that she can trust and rely on? But in most importantly, the relationship she has with her siblings, because at the end of the day, when we're all gone, they're going to have each other and that's it. So we, we have to be able to still focus on the kids and like what all of this means for them. Yeah, I would completely agree with that. And you I mean, can't put them in the middle of, um, the fights you can't put them in the middle of the decision making you can't say well do you want to go stay here and go to the state fair or do you want to go to your dad and do nothing like you can't let them make those decisions especially at such a young age because obviously at five they're going to pick the state fair where there's fun rides absolutely they don't understand the importance of spending time with the other parent like and you have to make it known that yeah, you might miss something fun here, but the most important thing is your relationship with your dad and seeing that side of the family. Yep. And that's what you're going to do. And it has to be it has to be known to those kids and it has to be pushed. Yeah, absolutely. I think we just yeah, we need to really focus on the children and and also I I like one thing that I really love that you guys have is like a schedule. Um, because I think that consistency for the kids is so important as much as you can, as, whatever you can do to be consistent is the most important thing you can possibly do for them. But, um, do you yeah. have anything else that you want to drop on really quick or do you think we got, we got it covered? Do you think we gave people food for thought? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, it, if you, if you have somebody that's coming into your life to be a step parent, you you just have to be that rock for them and you have mm-hmm. to know that it's difficult as hell. Mm-hmm. And sorry, I'm going to cry. Oh yeah. And you just have to know that you have to, if you want that relationship to work, you have to be on the same page and you have to be there and stand up for that parent. 
Absolutely. And I, oh no, geez, this just turned into a sob fest. But I think it's also, uh, before we go, I think it's also really important for people who are married and who are working through this and have this situation in their life to recognize what this does to your marriage, because it's a, it's, it's something that you have to work on every single day. And I've said it before where my stepmom, I couldn't ever give her enough kudos for coming in and taking on three children who weren't hers. And to this day loves us just as much, you know, so way to go, Stacy. Um, so before we turn into a huge sob fest and Frank just cuts us off and says we can't ever be on his show again, um, I think it's just really, no, really important. No, this is perfect. This is, I mean, like I, I, think, I said, I step back, go ahead and do it. I think it's just really important to recognize all the people that come into the situation instead of always, because you know what? As humans, that's what we do. We look at the negative people. We want to look at a reason to not like them. And I think we just need to recognize that these people have been brought into our life and what are we going to do with the strengths that they bring to benefit our child? So... That's my two yep. cents for the day. Do you have anything else, Stacey? Um, no, I don't think so. Just making sure that you always, you don't make the, like you said, if your marriage is the most important thing. Yeah. Um, and so you always have to make sure you always communicate, whether it's with your own biological kids you have together or stepkids involved. You have to, yeah, you have to communicate communicate everything that's happening and make those decisions together. Well, and I think that's really important too, because I think at times you can be separated in it. Like if things are going on and you don't communicate that, that can turn in like you have to be that force because you're married. Like you, you guys are married. And at the end of the day, you're married and this is a person that you've committed your life to. And so you have to figure out how you're going to work through this together, which can really, really be stressful on a relationship. And so I think that's one thing that Frank and I have had to really work on too, is how much are we going to let this affect our life? Because at the end of the day, we want a happy life. We want everybody to be happy. We want to include everybody. We want everything to be, you know, rainbows and sunshine. What are we going to do to make that the best situation we possibly can? So I just, yeah. I think, um, Stacey, I want to thank you for your time. Cause I know you're very, very busy and I know. Yes. Thank you. Um, you bet. and, um, but we definitely, you know, we'll, we'll continue this and we'll continue that hour. And I can't believe that was an hour. I'm telling you, man, you put us in front of some sushi and a couple beers and we will go on for days. Yeah, I play my PlayStation on this one. Yeah, no, we're just, <laughs> whatever. but Stacy, we definitely want to have you again. We will find a time to make that happen. We've got some really good other people coming on too in the next couple of weeks. So I do, I appreciate your time because I know you're super busy and yeah, we want you on. I, you got to be on again, Stacy. So, whenever time um, permits please come on please we'll come up with some good stuff so have a great fourth um yes you know i love you and i'll talk to you soon okay okay bye bella (laughs) yeah she says bye (laughs) you say bye bye your the room is destroyed (laughs) all right stacy we thank you you have a good weekend thanks stacy bye-bye Hey, and that was Miss Stacy Frank. What an awesome, awesome segment right there. No, yeah, you did good. Why, thanks. So, uh, once we go ahead and get this divorce, then you can go ahead and take over this show. All right. <laughs> but, yeah. Frank no. is gone now. <laughs> we'll be the next show. Dale. Frank's <laughs> gone. But, you know what, though? Um, I do appreciate you did. You did good. You know, thanks, you did good. And, um, I'm up here trying to keep the little one occupied. I don't know. We might have a one-year-old up for adoption oh pretty my, soon. No, nah, that's, that's daddy baby right there. Lord. But hey, guys, um, 
Make sure you tune in um, on Thursday. Yeah. With the three panel crew of Miss Sophie Dupont, Brian Stallings, and Peter Anderson, where they discuss all kind of topics and life experiences. It's gonna be good. And next week, July sixth, is the heavy hitter week. Check into our Facebook page at Frank Ben Frank now, or check us on the gram at Ben underscore Frank <laughs> underscore now, or send us an email. We love emails, you know. I'm getting plenty of emails. So keep them coming at Ben Frank now nine one one at gmail.com. That's Ben Frank now nine one one. At gmail.com. And, um, hey, we appreciate you guys. We hit over 1,000 downloads. And that is crazy. Yes, this is like a little platform we just want to give to I, you guys. I have to tell you, when you said you wanted to do this, I thought you were nuts. Um, but I have, I have truly, truly enjoyed it and truly enjoyed the feedback that we have gotten from people. Um, I think this is probably the best idea besides marrying me you've ever had. Nah. So, um, <laughs> But I think I, I, I love it. And I love that people are listening and I love that people respect us enough to hear what we have to say. But um, I most importantly, like I've said before, I really love hearing that people are having conversations because that's what this is about. Yes. We yes. just want people to have conversations and it's not to make people mad. It's not to like, you know, start fires. It's just it's literally like these are things that are going on in our world and things that people are experiencing. Oh, yeah. And let's get comfortable with being uncomfortable and having these conversations and just saying it how it is, because I kind of feel like that's what our world needs right now is yeah. people to be respectful, but also be honest. So, oh, yeah. Well, you, this is your show today, so you want to go ahead and give your finish up? Um, I can't do it. It's yours. No, I mean, go ahead. Say something, and this is your finisher. So That was finish my finisher. Up. That was your finisher. That what? was my finisher. Was a big thank you to everybody. A big we, thank we you. We really appreciate you. We love all of you, and we can't wait to hear what you have to say about this show. Hey, till next time, we love you. No matter race, religion, sexual orientation, social political views, social economical status we love you all you guys have a good evening good night we love you oh yeah you ain't my daddy you ain't my daddy <laughs> <laughs>